What was a good night tea? I don't like the way he talks, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be tapping in. But he's that. not my favorite. He's not my favorite out the group. Right? I be kind of getting blow with the little <laughs> squeaky. I saw Craig when I was nineteen. It's not been a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that. The bar was I missed the days when Bricks was 19. Hey, yo, I missed the days when Bricks was only 19. I need a hundred right now. Get the pot, let me do my thing. You're not settling for Biden. I, I I wanted to kill myself during that debate. <laughs> if that whatever that answer is, <laughs> that's yeah, my I answer. Yeah, I need to immigrate. Um, trying to get on immigration. <laughs> We're not bringing politics into the podcast. Leave that for the outside world. Stick to music, chance. Stick, stick to, to music. music. You're focused on you're focused politics. on not politics, right, Mister Daystar? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I know what you're referring to. So he literally said what you're referring to. If you don't know Daystar, uh, aka Tory Lanez, we refer to him by his his government name, Daystar. Um, he released a a response slash diss album aimed at a bunch of industry folk, just really addressing the whole uh, Megan Thee Stallion situation. So, um, in doing our due diligence as podcasters, as music journalists. Man, it's such um, a capper. This is the one time you do your due diligence. <laughs> we got we got ten other albums on the docket. I bet Chance didn't do Dilig- due diligence. Diligence has never ever been done. <laughs> yeah, so in doing our due diligence as uh, music journalists and uh, covering the story for you all here on uh, the greatest podcast you've never heard before. That's not even a story. Um, the greatest podcast you haven't heard. <laughs> we ha- we gave it a listen, so. We're going to bring you our thoughts, um, you know, just around the situation. Of course, everything is speculative. There's only two people on God Green on God's Green Earth that know what happened that night. Bro, what are you talking uh, about? Please just review the album. Megan, <laughs> What are you Stallion, talking about? <laughs> and Tory Lane. So, but we're going to listen to the music and we're going to offer our opinions. So, Tory Lane's Daystar, how do y'all feel about it? What do y'all think? Let's let's just talk <laughs> Strictly musically, divorced from so no, see, that's whatever he was that's talking the thing. about. Just I feel sonically, like, no, no, no. that's not even that's possible. I feel like it's not even possible to separate. That's not possible. That's to fair. separate this, like even I, th- I mean, you already know how I feel about quantifying music in general. I'm not even a fan of like the out of ten scale or whatever. And then you can combine that with like the subject matter. Like we always complain about how no artists have subject matter, and then this is like a complete 180, where it's just like oh, uh, like. Nothing but subject matter, like heavy content. So, and then like, yeah, like I guess bold isn't even really the word to use when it comes to like the content on the album. But I just feel like it's not possible to judge it like a normal album because if what he's saying is true or whatever his claims are, then the album goes one way, it sways one way, and then. If what the story is right now, if that holds up, then this is just all right. That's that's one safe take. Just... From Vance. Let's get our second safe take from Chance. Man, I'm going to give us I'm your safe being, take, Chance. I'm not being safe, man. I had to. I'm controversy, Chance, Captain Controversy. Um, so the project just as a project. This is probably one of the toy better projects. Um. <laughs> As far as the subject matter goes, whether or not you believe in it or not, um, I mean, he was spitting. It, it sounds good. I'm just gonna be honest. Uh, but as far as some of the allegation allegations go, um, I think some of the stuff has a lot of truth just from the outsider looking in. Of course, I don't know. This is all speculative, but um, I believe that him and, and Megan had, you know. A serious relationship. Everything points to that. And something happened that night. Uh, he shot her. <laughs> wait, okay, um, so wait, wait. 
And I guess, I guess, I guess I was more so. I was expecting him. If anybody was listening to this album and thought that this motherfucker was gonna say he shot her, you are literally stupid. So I'm confused. He he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna come out here and he admit he shot her. So in listening to this album, you already know that the allegations were gonna be denied. I was more so listening to see if I could get even an inkling or a hint of an explanation or just him diving deeper into exactly what went on that night. And he did it a little bit on a couple of the songs, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, bold strategy, bold strategy by chance by saying he didn't hang the fence. He went on both sides of the fence, <laughs> said both points. <laughs> bold I always by address. Chance. This is the thing as a as a master negotiator. I always. No, I, 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 prom, I promise we don't need your art of the deal. We don't need it. <laughs> the art of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I got from this album was it was an artist faced with a lot of pressure with his back against the wall. Tori was talented and he made a project. Now, I can't, it's like, if I, it felt like listening to R. Kelly shit today, like, you might be like at like a family barbecue or some shit and you're like, oh shit, this is hard. Then you remember, oh shit, this nigga was touching kids. <laughs> like, that's what this song is about. That's what Tori was about. Like, oh shit, this nigga's no spitting. Remix to ignition. Wait, he's spitting about shooting Meg the Stallion. So it was like that, the whole like project. And then like, I, it was just a weird experience because I felt myself almost like believing this nigga. And like, if you like, if you're a certain age, you have friends who have like done fucked up shit and they like lie to your face so cunningly that you almost believe them. You're like, yeah, this nigga said on God and on his dead mama. All right, I believe you, bro. Like facts, and that was Tori for a whole album. <laughs> it was just an album of on God. Like, on my I, mom, I, I didn't do it. That's <laughs> but I can't tell you why I didn't do it. I can just tell you that I like didn't you ain't even do got it no proof. Like, <laughs> like what went down? Because I'm trying to figure out how, how this nigga could be so stupid. And if you want to know what happened, Tory Lanez's Daystar album is not the place to go. Um, yeah, this is not the place to go if you want to know. It was a series of conspiracy theories ranging from Bill Cosby tried to buy back NBC and Tory Lanez thought his masters were so valuable that the music industry conspired to end his career, which. When you yeah, say it out no. loud, it makes zero sense. Like you gotta have the yeah. biggest ego in the world as Tory Lanez to even believe that statement that your masters is worth them risking the life of the biggest woman artist in the music world right now. Like that's crazy. But we can move on to another album, unless you guys have anything else yeah. for Tory Lanez. Wait, for the last question. Did you, did you guys think it was nasty for him to um actually sell an album, or did you think that was the right way nasty. of him, like using his album? Ten out of ten nasty award. Okay. Daystar Peterson. Uh, Taj is a whole Tory stand, bro. I mean, not I don't Taj. Know. I'm in chance. I'm a whole Tory stand. I'm not, though. I'm not, though. I'm indifferent about whether or not he sells an album because you don't have to choose to listen to it, right? If he wants to put out an album and the people that was going to support him regardless so support him So he's not a, on cl- album, he's not a clown. Fuck it. He's not a clown I'm not, I'm, at all. I mean, he released the music. If he would have got on Instagram Live, Answer like, either question. way he adjusted, like, Somebody would have found wrong. Tori, you don't look this at, is pretty clownish, in my opinion. This is pretty clownish, in my opinion. Uh, I won't be listening to the album no more. So yeah, I think it's clownish uh, as well. Um, I feel like he could have done an Instagram live and then dropped the album, a timely Instagram live, then drop an album. That's more what I was expecting, wanted. right? But just dropping a project saying like this is going to be my first statement is very opportunity of him to do. And it's also very nasty. Exactly. And it didn't work because the new Toronto 3, his album before the Meg situation, sold like 90,000 first week. This project sold about 50,000. He was first independent week. on this, given. So, so it's like, it's not necessarily. Independent. That's also true. This is also no promo in this. And that was also at the height of uh, what, the, what it is um, that Instagram live shit he was doing. But yeah, this, 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 this was inappropriate, man. Uh, if you wanted to really address it, like, he could have did that in the Instagram live, but at the same time, he did say a lot. He talked about a lot, so I'm not sure he probably could have addressed everything he addressed in this project in like a cohesive Instagram live, right? And plus, on Instagram live, people had the option to comment and shit. So, I mean, I could see why he did it in a project. Was it nasty? Does it look nasty? It looks nasty. Bro, it's all. There's Wait, no like, way that see. this is not nasty. Like, I don't. This is this isn't debatable. I'm just saying, I could see. I could see for what for for all that he talked about specifically on this project, I could see why 
Like he I think ideally he would have if he wanted to drop the project, he would have he would have addressed some of this shit on Instagram Live and then said, All right, I'm gonna drop the music if y'all wanna hear more of some shit. This was kinda lame. But let's move on. Alright. I'm ready to admit it this week. The Travis Scott singles are starting to get really bad. Um he released franchise <sighs> he released franchise now he last wants week. To admit it. He released franchise last week with well, Friday, with Young Thug and MIA. The song was it was YT that debuted on Dot Wave Radio, which I said like two podcasts ago that that song was pretty trash, but it finally got released. Renamed this franchise, kind of smart to actually get people to buy and listen to the song. But I I agree. Okay, I agree that these singles are really bad. And he's like started. He's he's starting to fuck over his own brand by like selling him. Vance calls him the nerf of rap. And he's starting to fuck up his own brand by branching out too much with too little quality music. But at the same time, I disagree that he's washed up because I just don't mm-hmm. think we've had a project. But I do agree that the singles are getting bad. I don't think bad. we've ever, to be honest, I don't like to be completely honest. I don't think we've ever thrown out that washed word when it comes to Travis. It's just straight. I don't know. I don't know about y'all. I'm talking about just, like. Just the consensus are starting to label him washed off the scene. Yeah, because that tweet you sent, I agree with it, where it was saying, like, how can Travis is the only artist that gets called washed when he, like, doesn't have a bad album? And it's like, yeah, I agree with that. But it's just, like, the singles and then the brand. Because the thing is, you can't play both sides to where you're just saying, like, oh, his music is everything. We have to focus on the music. The albums are, are so good. But then at the same time, like... To act like Travis Scott, the brand is not way bigger than just his music now is just like false. So like you have to pay attention to what the brand is now as opposed to just the music. And it's just like when the music is mid, below mid, and then the brand is all over the place. It's just like nothing is cohesive right now. Like the single just didn't fit to me. Like I don't know where that fits. Like I think maybe we were talking about it. You said you didn't think it was going to be on the on an album. Um, maybe that was somebody else, but like, it just, I actually, I think, I think it's going to, I said that, but I, I don't think it's going to be on a Travis album. I think Chase B has a project coming out because that way radio came out last week and they, they do like three Chase B like labeled songs Interesting. with like random artists. So I think it's going to be on a Chase B project, but continue. No. Yeah. Um, I said, I've been saying it all week. I mean, he did the thing with the franchise boys, like the whole white tea song or whatever and it's cool like i feel you trying to pay homage or whatever but it just feels so whack after you just did like you just sold a chicken nugget pillow and now you're trying to like pay homage to like southern hip-hop legends it's just like what are you like just all over the place like i said there's no cohesiveness so um i did see he announced or not announced but you said it months ago he's Peaking and well, damn! I wanted to talk about the single. Oh, I was just okay. How you feel about it? Damn! I wanted to talk about the single. Y'all said he was washed up, and I just wanted to defend myself. I didn't say he was washed up. I said he's selling out. That's a little different. When you're selling out, it's like you know he's going to McDonald's and the Fruit Loops and the goddamn <laughs> Travis Scott Fortnite concerts, etc., uh, etc. So when I was saying like the music is suffering because of it, and this is just another example like that. Thug feature was one of the most underwhelming. I like features, it. probably. Like I don't even. It's not even memorable. Like usually when I think of like the marquee Thug features, like that's the that's probably the main part I remember of the song. Like I barely remember dude, and then. MIA, like, I felt like they could have had a much better collab. Like, nothing felt cohesive or put together. It was just, like, Travis, like, mumbling some shit, like, random thug verse, and then MIA, like, sprinkling in her monotone robotic voice. <laughs> so, Did you see um, the video? I'm sorry, Taj Money. I know you're disappointed, but... Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna call dude Wash. <laughs> you his... start out by saying <laughs> how you how you start your take saying I I never called him Wash. Then ended by saying yeah, I'm gonna call him Wash. <laughs> I'm started by telling you how I felt before the single and now how you I feel. Told... It's just off the strength of when you get Thug on there and Thug can't even save you, bro. I mean, 
What else am I going to call it? Because Travis Scott, he didn't do anything that gave me any hope or whatever for for the future. It was just him like, yup, am I white, T? Um, yeah. So then I have to ask. On that wack ass That's what I'm trying to ask. Like, like, he he, uh, hinted at Utopia, which I think is a future project. Um, Taj talked about months ago. Like, is that is is that is that possible? Is that project? Can that project be the one to bring you back as a Travis Scott fan? Like, are there any more redeemable qualities with Travis Scott or no? Yeah, like, because I feel like to say he's washed, it means like he's fully gone, and I feel like that's not true. Because like we were talking about, he doesn't have a bad album per se. Solo project. I feel like. I feel like I've just outgrown Travis Scott, to be honest. Um, like his music is just so much. Astroworld was like, like a year ago. Tour like that was two years ago. Oh, t- two years ago. It's yep. not that long. It's just like even 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 on. I thought Astroworld was hot, but like like that wasn't even a peak of my Travis Scott. You know how much I liked him. So it was already kind of on a decline. Astroworld was definitely hot, but then after that, with all these singles, like it's just like I'm, I'm kind of over it. Like I feel like I've heard all there is to hear. He wasn't like a crazy spitter. All these allegations that he ain't even producing the music got me like, well, damn, like, what am I listening to you for? And then like off the strength of he just hasn't innovated, and I think so many other guys Sorry. in that same Sorry, space. Now, now I gotta stop. Now I gotta stop. Listen. How is it? No, 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 no. So He's many of them other no, guys. No, 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 no. Because to say Travis hasn't innovated makes zero sense when he's been one From of the most Astro innovative. To now. From throughout his whole career, he's innovative. You can't expect somebody to innovate on singles, bro. Like, come on, stop. Not innovate, but it's just like, I feel like I've just been kind of getting the same. It's not even that. It's just, I feel like I'm getting just a half-assed Travis Scott on, on most I, of these I'll singles. agree with that. You know what I mean? I'm just getting like, let me just like get a big name, maybe, um, you know, really like hype up this rollout and be really uh, ominous and shit on Instagram and just hype up this rollout, drop like a three-minute single that... It was probably leaked and that I'm kind of just phoning it in on so that I could drop merch bundles and promote my next endeavor with whatever third party company I'm working with. You he know what I mean? Did do. Yeah, I so that's how I've been. I think he's found a formula that is guarantees him success and it doesn't really matter how good the music is. And now he's comfortable in said formula. And well, there we go. Work, it's so like you working, gotta kill the music. It's working you can't, from an analytical standpoint. Like he doesn't, he wouldn't even know that he's declined because the numbers are probably as good as ever. He has to know. Just from a he has to pure know. music standpoint, it's he has not to good. know. Even though Chase B, yes man, clearly was in the video talking about this is so hard, which is like I feel that as a producer, when any rapper hops on your beat, you're gonna call it hard. But it's like. <laughs> Come on, bro. We can, we can get an unheard artist. We've been going for a while. I'll play mine first. Um, my boy YTK from uh, Baltimore dropped a uh, new single. This is uh, this is straight drop. Straight drop, lit up. I may pop baby. Oh, hey, big rat, you cannot play me. Either you gon' hate me or you gon' imitate me. Cause either way you're looking at it, niggas can't equate me. I had to boogie on the west side like shady. Cause I done seen these niggas switch side like Katie. I had to get me a grip, had to get gravy. Cause when you see low green shit, get crazy. And your girl on my cell, what the hell she want? You ain't throwing up the don't get the fuck on my phone. We grown, I'm a dog. Bone to my niggas if we own, we all. Own big trust, so my niggas go bad like the Man, just let off every right. ad lib, every producer tag. Yeah, Metro, yeah, Metro, yeah, Metro. All right, I think you're excited. Metro, some more, nigga. This man's doing every drop. You're excited. I'm ready. I'm ready to get the knife. I'm ready to get the knife. I'm in London. Got my beef from London. Am I excited, man? Well, I'm getting. I think. I think Vance is really getting what he wants. He has one of his favorite producers along with. Uh, UK zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, actually. Oh, I do man. love 21. We're going to get some.
We gonna get some UK destruction on this project. Hey, I won't be surprised, bro. I mean, that's that might be a solid prediction. Is this nigga Vance drinking a beer? Are you drinking a I beer, Vance? Twenty one. This is a fucking sprite. Let's go with you. That's couch. <laughs> what you drinking? Eh? What you drinking? I'm drinking fool? sprite. Um, fully endorsed lemon lime soda. Um, by Coca Cola. But yeah, um, what y'all thought of that that Savage Mode, the first one, twenty sixteen? Nigga, I remember that. That was. That was right before Mardi Gras 2016. This nigga's just reminiscing pre-corona. We was lit. Anyway. We was lit. I mean, the first one was crazy. I think that, like, really put on for Metro and 21, both. Yeah, I, I don't think I've on. ever Facts. seen a project put on for two or more artists, like, at such an equal amount. Like, they both just, I would say, argue, I would say they both Eight. got bumped into A tier. I mean, Metro clearly got bumped into A tier producer after What a Time to Be Alive and stuff. And then, um, come on, man, Savage literally catapulted to like, nigga, from nothing, like he was hot. Like that was XXL. And then he was from, like the hottest. Well, it wasn't from nothing. He had he tapes was, in, it, in Atlanta, from, but like, and a few singles. Yeah, the dip, dip, dip shit and all that. But like, still, I feel like the first one was such a success. They can't go wrong with this one. I feel like that's one of Metro's original artists, like Future type shit, Southside, like those type of connections. Um, we've talked about. I feel like it can go wrong if they give us thirty. They're songs. They're not gonna give us thirty. They're I'm not sorry, gonna I give us thirty songs. I saw. Don't the give cover. us twenty songs. Did you guys see the cover? There's like a dagger in the middle, and it had things written on it, but yeah, it didn't look like those were. It was it like a like Those were tracks though, because they were just the most basic names. It was like Zone Six, like Savage Mode. Like rest in peace, a few different people. It looked like a, almost like a tombstone or like a gravestone, but the cover's hard. I really fuck with the cover, so I'm excited. I've been waiting for a 21 project, so yeah, I've heard two tracks off the album, and it was very, 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 very hard. This man listened to leaks, bro. It Why? Wasn't even, it's not it's even like, leaks. It was off Dot Wave Radio. They played, they teased the songs. So look at you, slap dick. I heard two songs <laughs> that were very, very, very hard. So I'm expecting this project to be equally hard. I don't. They've never. That's a duo that's never missed. Because 21, like 21, is a that's facts. great rapper. And we'll talk about this later. How good he is. But like when he's not with Metro, he has a tendency to get a little boring. But with Metro, Metro's production and like his own talent, they just go crazy. Like whether it be the first Savage Mode or like Metro's own like solo project. With twenty one intro, that whole like whisper flow, like they're just a hard duo that like brings the best out. So I'm expecting this to be a hard project. Metro is just a, a cheat code, bro. He's like Antonio Brown. Like when he's on your team, like you're he's elevated. <laughs> Facts. Like, people like, he's have, a people have fumbled Metro. Like Big Sean fumbled Metro. Nav kind of fumbled. Nav Metro. definitely fumbled Metro. Like, he can be fumbled. But. Those are the exact type of artists I expect to fumble. Like Antonio Brown can't make, like he can't make um goddamn Matt Stafford or well He's maybe he could, but he <laughs> he can't make. I'm trying to think of like a, a average quarterback. Drew, Br- Drew Brees, Ryan nigga. Tannehill, or or stop playing. Well, yeah, no, nah, actually, Dr- no, I'm, Drew Brees. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Drew Brees, Michael is Thomas limited. cannot make Drew like, Brees. You know, a Antonio, God. But this is not Antonio a Brown. Podcast. Antonio Brown can run, you know, as far as he wants. But if Drew Brees can't throw that bitch, then it don't matter. So now nah, I expected that. Big Sean, like, yeah. But let's get it, man. Twenty one. Big Sean is your top Metro. five rap album of the year. And you disrespect him like that? That's crazy. I did not say Big Sean had a top five rap album of the year. I never ever came out Last my mouth. Week. Yep. Do y'all think that this is going right, to be... This is where I'm going to insert you saying that right here. <laughs> Honestly, he exceeded my expectations, and I'm going to go ahead out on the limit. say this is one of my favorite hip-hop projects of this year. I'm going to say that. Oh, how nice. Is it top, th- is it top three? Is it top five? I don't five? know. I have, to, I have to look at it. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites. I don't it might know be top, top, it might top, be top ten. It might be top ten. Yeah, y'all know I'm an R&B head, so this this probably in that top ten. It, y'all think 21's overlooked from like his... Peer group? I think so. That, Let me ask you, what overall? Like, is he, is he what over, overall? Nigga, is this is not 2K. Is, Answer is the 2K? fucking question. <laughs> I think so. I feel like he's That's underrated, but at the him, same though. time, he's like one of the few to actually survive. Like a lot of them have kind of fell off. I, whereas 21 has been consistent and he's been going up. 
but at the same time, you still I don't know if, crazy. I don't underrated. know if it's his deal with three hundred or what, but I feel like his he's been able to benefit off of the uh, artistic luxury to really take time with your projects because I would argue that he has not missed since Savage Mode One. Um, he hasn't. The Issa album was crazy. Uh, even the Without Warning project was super crazy. Like. He's making really, really good music. That last album had really solid songs that lasted for a while. Like that J. Cole, I don't want to give it to. They won a Grammy. They won a Grammy and it might have hit number one on Billboard or at least like number two, number three, something like that. So um, I think I would, I don't want to compare him too closely, but I feel like 21 has almost the same career arc that we were seeing 2 Chains have in 2012 to where. They're kind of a top artist in the game, but they're still kind of ducked away. But when they do come out with projects, with music, they're hitting the charts every time. I feel like 21's done that. Like That's Bank Account was such a random... I feel like Bank Account is like a I'm Different or like a birthday song. Or like a No Lie. Like The rest of the album didn't really chart like that, even though it was a great album. But in, And then you have Bank Account, which was just like the biggest song of the summer. And it's just like... 21 is definitely overlooked because I think you can't say the same thing for an Uzi even or definitely a Kodak to where they've had consistent hits that are taking over the charts for weeks on every album they drop. For context, 21 is like XXL 2016 class, which is like revered now. Yeah, Anderson Pack, uh, Kodak Black, Uzi, Lil Dicky, Dave East, Denzel Curry, Designer, G Herbo, Lil Yachty. And like all those artists have either like boomed or like completely. You said Herbo? Like there's nobody really in the middle. Damn. Yeah. Herbo's kinda in the middle. There's nobody really in the middle. But twenty one is twenty one is no, probably like yeah, the third best really artist in that class. Second or third. That's what I'm saying. I feel like yeah, he's second. I feel like I would, I would give really, Uzi I mean, number to me, one. He's first. I would give Uzi number to one. To me, he's first. I wouldn't put him over Uzi. I might I'll put I feel like they're so different, I, and that's like a highlight of what they actually said in their XXL video. I don't know. I just randomly remembered that the interview portion, they were saying that they don't really want to be compared because remember that whole meme where Lil Yachty or 21 was like, I make murder music, and then like Lil Yachty makes like happy music or whatever, and like I feel like they're both just so revered in their own lanes. Like Uzi has, I feel like, a completely different base than 21. But I feel like 21's overlap is way crazier than Uzi's overlap, if that makes sense in terms of fan base. But what do you mean by overlap? I think Uzi's um I think Uzi's fan base is more niche. And I feel like it's definitely it's pop, but it's a it's a very niche pop. Um, even in the hip hop space, I would argue there's a lot of hip hop fans I know that just don't like Uzi. Not not even on the like hater shit. They're just like, yeah, it's not for me, which I understand. Um, and that's I true. feel like twenty one Uzi's fan base is like way no no bigger. definitely. I was I, that's what I'm just saying in terms of overlap, not in terms of size really, because Uzi's fan base is oh. definitely larger. Like I don't think twenty one is gonna sell. 300k like in his first week i think he'll do around 1 180k to 130 140 something like that i know that's kind of a large range it's a bullshit range i'll say 80k to like 1 110 um right at 150k but yeah i feel like 21 you know he definitely has his atlanta base but he i've also seen him very popular with like frat audiences and stuff like that i remember that portion when he was on his hbcu tour run like that's kind of how i can see all the artists that come were coming up like Lil baby and gunna were doing it two years ago they just do all the hbcu homecomings and you know like oh like they're about to be next up but um yeah i definitely feel like 21 is overlooked to answer your original original question i think he's up there with future in terms of like some of the most underrated artists that are in that a tier all right, different genre, different artists, same question. Ari Lennox has a single coming this Friday. I think most people agree that her first project, Shea Butter Baby, was a classic. Wow, that's album, a heavy statement. But for whatever reason, it hasn't been. Well, it's, it's on its way to classic, if you give it more time. It's up there. But 
for whatever reason, people like Chance overlook Ari. That's just a heavy statement. That's just a heavy statement. A classic. That's just for a very select few. You just be y'all. Y'all be throwing that out really way too loose for me. If, I mean, if, I feel like anybody who has listened to that project would lean towards classic versus not being. Classic. But just because it's really good, don't mean it's classic. Does it have that timeless? It element? has a timeless element. So you think Brent has a? Do you think Brent? Do you think Brent has any classic? A classic album. Um. Any project? I don't think he has a class. Because that's the thing. Maybe in the future. Classics, classics. But classics are hard. I mean, not now. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too deep into that context question, of like. Uh, you have to look at con. You have to look at classics in context to it being her first album. But I definitely think that has something to do with it. You know, like that's some legendary shit. I feel like we kind of. I mean, this is a bad comparison, but I feel like we do do the same thing for Lauryn Hill to an extent, to where the fact that it is her only album, her only project, she it's like... It's just weird. It makes it more... That's a classic, my brother. That's... Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. No, 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 no. The, that's not, look at Chance <laughs> putting words in my mouth. I never said the miseducation was not a classic. I'm just saying, I feel like the fact that it's... It was her first project or that many people know it as big. I mean, she dropped that and then left the game like that definitely I feel like has a lot to do with there definitely has some to do with this another reason why I give your first project the classic range is because like she that was bold like she made a soul a soul that's not even an R&B that's a soul album in 20 it was 2019 like and she had like people really vibing Daniel Caesar made two and y'all with three okay did we not say that did we not say that one Daniel Caesar has a classic album he's cancelled Oh, and he has one. Yeah, he has one, and it's like whatever. I think I would still take Shea Butter, Butter Baby over that. Hell no, the hell visuals, no. Everything, bro. If you've seen the work that Ari Lennox puts in, and this is really the Beyonce argument too, I've noticed. If you just see the work that Ari puts into her production, the videos, the recording, like, and then you compare that to Daniel Caesar, it's just like Ari hard, bro. One is at a. You no, know, uh, I don't see how you are disputing the fact that this project is. On its way to being a classic, just with time, like. <laughs> and you consider, you consider, you consider who Ari has pushing her. I mean, not to say it's bad, but she's on a hip hop label. She's on Dream. That's also though. true. Like, All right, that's fair. I think this, this is a disputable classic. I think part of the reason why she's overlooked as an artist has to do. With, I think I said this in one of my. I think it has to do with Summer Walker, because I remember everybody was like Team Ari. Then Summer Walker dropped her project that same year, and it just got quiet for Ari. And then, like, when the award season came, uh, Summer Walker swept up every award while Ari was, like, none. Even in the Soul category, at the um, Soul Train Awards. And that's when Ari kind of got mad. She was like, I made my music for this award oh, show. Oh, that was and that thing. And then Summer Walker still that swept was the award. Thing, yeah. So I think those two, like, coming Damn. in, I think them coming in at the same time. Now, that's a classic. It's kind of like a Luka Doncic, like, Trey Young situation. Like, <laughs> yes, Ari is fucking cold, but this other person is, like, different, like. And I think that's kind of that's fucking what I'm saying. Eyes. Like, that's like that's a great comparison, Todd. Because what I said, I told, I told everybody, I told the sons, look, bro, I called <laughs> the gym, I called them up, and I said, listen, bro, draft Luca. I told them that. I told them that he didn't want to draft him. I called Atlanta, draft Luca. They didn't want to draft. They wanted to trade up. So I called Mark and I said, Mark, just trade up. Go get him. Go get your guy. He got him. Look what happened. So it's the same thing with with, with, with Summer. Summer got that classic flavor. What she, was the point of this it's delicious situation? <laughs> so wait, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was really waiting a GM simulation. and this just did it for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, she got she she nice though, man. So she got a new single coming out. Is 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 this what does she rank? Couple what does she Baltimore. rank in this new? I guess as far as uh, female, there's no female reason. Are you, why are you artists? trying to rank black? Why are you always? trying I to rank, rank everybody. I rank everybody. I rank male R&B artists. Ridiculous. I rank female R&B artists. I rank them together. We on the goddamn music podcast. That's what we do. Now we pin, talk about the music. We I'm excited for this. Artists single. against each other, man. Artists top. Artists. Artists top five. Not. Ari's top five, not I, five. I don't really. I can't. I can't compare Ari to other R and B artists because she's not like other R and B artists. It'd be like 
She's that literally is, oh, better. She, she's no, better. she makes, she makes soul Y'all music. Y'all talk about me, but that's, that's safe. That's like comparing Kyle Dion R&B to other... Soul. That's like comparing Kyle Dion to fucking Party Next Door. Frank, like That's two different sounds they're going for. But you can compare them. You can't. I mean, that's I guess. two different sounds to me. Like No, R&B soul is like... like You can compare Daniel Caesar to other R&B artists. Of course, he's slightly in his own lane, but that is to, that's to their benefit. You just don't want to rank him. You safe. I don't think they make I'm, the same music. No, it's it's they don't yeah, I'm the trying to think. Music. I don't even know. There's no reason to rank them. And, and with R&B, R&B, you really have to just rank. You have to rank voices. Like, who sings like who? Like, the only other person I would think that would sing like an Ari Lennox would be like a Ariana Grande. And she's definitely not in that, like, soul space, like, in terms of, like, she could be utilized in that space. Pharrell tried to, but nah. She's a pop artist. But yeah. I think Ari is perfect in her niche, like right where she's at, because there's not um, that much soul music out right now. I mean, especially being done like that. So I'm excited for the single. My man's Owls at the beginning of the music video on some super random shit. I think it was also like an ad for Crown Royale. But yeah, shout out Ari Lennox. Boo to the safety. Um, all right, from one dream for artist, I'll give my unheard artist. This is from uh, Spillage Village, their project Religion. Uh, it's the opening, well, second track, technically. It's baptized with Ant She said it's cold inside that water, made her nipples hard. That's that liquor talking, sipping gin and reading a book of Genesis just before in the beginning and shit. Pride, lies, deceit, blah, blah, sinning and shit. Adam and Eve, dumbass, apple eating, thumbass. Hit the gas and hit the gas. At the sex fifth with a religious sect to grab gifts. How you get money and act as if poverty's past tense? We see bad shit happens, but what, what happens to bad shit? Is that not blasphemous? No, it's not blasphemous. This nigga trying to walk on water like nigga God. didn't say, that nigga didn't fool people and say I am Jesus. Let me watch me walk on water. He brought thirty, <laughs> he brought 30 <laughs> niggas with him to walk and listen to music on water. But why y'all had you to do bridge, all that? Bro. Why y'all couldn't just get in a boat? Do anything else. You have to go it's like you walking on direction. water in your white robe, Jesus. But we ain't gonna talk about that, man. I mean, I know, I know that's Vance. Vance is uh, he's a good music, um, B writer. He does all their. Pro- Speak, you saw the. He does uh, all their promotion. Speak- he follows the team closely. You saw good music artists. No, I didn't, Vance. But I know Big you Sean. did. So tell us. Big Sean. <laughs> Big Sean. Uh, you didn't see Big Sean found out he got his uh, his master's back on. Yeah, that shit was so funny. <laughs> he said, yo. Thank you, bro. For those who don't know, <laughs> Kanye. Kanye gave all good music artists in this next step in his battle against the music industry. It's like a, like a comic book series at this point every week on Twitter. And this next step, he says he will give, or I guess he is giving, all his good music artists back um, his 50% share of ownership over their copyrights, over their songs, masters and stuff, um, which I guess is a good deed because a lot of people were talking about how um, he was being very, there's a lot of hypocrisy surrounding Kanye and how he was calling out the music industry, but giving a lot of artists like Big Sean and Allen Kingdom and designer shitty deals. So. He's giving them back their masters, but I just thought that shit was hilarious. Big Sean really found yeah. out. No, I thought it was funny that Kanye got bullied Twitter. by Elon Musk into doing it. <laughs> Elon Musk was like, <laughs> Wait, yeah, Elon Musk was like, it would be powerful if you gave them their masters back. And Kanye was like, on it. <laughs> and then he sent out the tweet and sent the screenshot to Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm weak. He said, you know, I've never thought about that. Getting these niggas their ownership? Hmm. Me? Talking about how you should that. have ownership while I'm also an owner, I should do that. I don't know. Ye's about to drop music, so we all know what he gets to doing on Twitter uh, right before yep. I roll out. So um, this is just another in a series of antics. I did not hear this. I, I heard like part of it on Twitter, and I was not really intrigued, so I went on about my day. Not Twitter, Instagram. Taj, you a fan of any uh, of the snippets? No, before, I know, before it's we started. Preliminary. You can't be excited. Airing, I said the snippets were ass. I'm not I'm not gonna show you code. I love Kanye, but Kanye hasn't done anything in like the last two years that's made me excited for Kanye. Other than God is off Jesus is King. He had two good tracks off Jesus is we King. We said the same thing about Travis Scott, and it took him up until today to admit it. 
But if Ye drop a single, he don't like. No, he's trash. He's ass. They sounded trash. I said White T sounded trash when I first heard it. I'll admit that this they man, sounded trash. This man so locked in with Travis and Cactus Jack that he That's, can't even. This, this, fuck how wrong, with Ye. this is how wrong. This is how wrong chance it just is. That's crazy. If anybody knows me, knows Kanye West is in my top five artists checks of all over time. Stripes. I literally have Kanye checks, West on my wall right over now. Stripes. Chances. Trying to Taj push his narrative. And so does Travis Scott. Said, and so does Travis Scott. over stripes. But due to, but due to some internal conflicts with Ye and, and, and Travis, and you Travis, have switched up sides. No you chose, no you chose your guys. Have no you chose your loyalty. I'm just not interested in this segment. Are you good music or Cactus Jack, Taj Mayfield? I am objective. Nope. I am objective. Safe. You can't be both. You either well, good or you Cactus. All right, well, <laughs> Thomas, nigga, he's he's cactus is hilarious. <laughs> um, I want to get into this Meg promo. Like, we get random ass Meg promo. I feel like all the time. Last time we got it, we got the WAP video, um, which was super random. Uh, this time we're getting pictures and stuff. It looks like kind of the same set. Do y'all think this is an album, a single? Um, do you think this is related to Tory dropping his album? I don't. I don't even follow Meg enough to like pick up on her patterns of like singles or like albums coming. Um, I don't know. I hope it's. I hope it's a project. I'm down for new music. I listened to fucking ten alternative albums this weekend, so I'm down for some new music from anybody. Stephen yeah, Stevens. I was, yeah, hard project. <laughs> Very hard project. I. Th- I think it could be um, in response to um, May uh, to Tory because May posted on her Instagram, um, "Fuck you." She have uh, "fuck you" written in diamond rings on her fingers. Yeah. So want a shade room you know, internship the, so bad. All the hotties, all the hotties, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the hotties. They they know what happens. The hotties. So. He's literally <laughs> writing a shade room caption. <laughs> For us, as like we're listening right now. Hey man, I just do my part in in, in acquiring the information we need for for the dockets every week. So, but anyway, um, in any case, I, I think it could be kind of despite Tory a little bit. Uh, it's not a coincidence. It's kind of the same way that Jay Z drops when Nas drops. It ain't like <laughs> such a nasty. Jay Z wasn't gonna drop at some point, but. You know? <laughs> Alright, I think this is one of our last topics, but Chance didn't really want to get political, which points towards Lil Baby. Not want to be political anymore. He said he's no longer making political music. This comes after the bigger picture helped launch my turn into the biggest album of the year. Uh, do you guys feel like he used... I saw that narrative on Twitter a lot that he used the movement for popularity and then hopped off the movement. Amen. Y'all feel like that? Amen. I don't want to say used, but a dog. Uh, I will say he worked his way to a position to where he won't get killed. Like this opinion interview, wherever he said this, is just going to get swept under the rug. Like niggas won't even care. I promise you. I'll say that. You can take that for what, what it is, but I will definitely say he finessed. Um. But, I mean, the man said once he got out of jail, he had, like, $80. And he turned that into, like, 80000 in, like, two weeks. So, I'm like, yep. Like, wouldn't put it past him to finesse the rap industry by putting out a protest single. And then, I mean, he's the biggest artist in the game. We were talking about this a couple months ago. Saying, um, is it Lil Baby's responsibility or is this on him or is this on other more conscious rappers to be talking about this subject matter? And I guess now we're seeing the result. It's fizzling out that these not mumble rappers, but the trappers, the trap rappers, all that stuff, like they're not they're not the ones rapping about social justice. I don't, I don't, they're not, they're I don't not. think anybody was expecting Lil Baby to come out with a whole woke project. Like niggas would have been cool exactly. with a verse every now and then, like it's for him to just come out and say, I'm not, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, that's that's kind of crazy to me, especially after he did that whole, like, I think it was Rolling Stone piece or Billboard, where he, like, talked about, like, I just felt inclined to write the bigger picture because this shit is really affecting me and my community. And now you say, I'm never talking about politics again. It's like, all right, bro. Now I feel like that whole interview and that whole, like, shit was just promo for you. Like, 
it's kind of nasty. Especially when you consider that that came out at the same time as the Deluxe. And the Deluxe pushed the album to go crazy. It's a nasty look. No, it was the only it was the only content he had dropped since my turn. Like literally, the only song he had dropped since my turn. So I mean to be honest, I mean like y'all said, I wasn't expecting it nor so he feel obligated. Like during the heat of the moment, he dropped a song like speaking on what was going on, which is what fucking musicians and artists do. Uh, it happened to get popular, and then he did he did a good deed. He donated the proceeds to whatever organizations like the the, the Freedom Funds and the, the the Black Lives Matter organizations. So that's cool. Like that was a moment. Um, I don't think he, he needs to feel obligated to like now make a fucking socially conscious mixtape. Nor do I expect him to. Nor do I want him to. If he don't want to sincerely do it, like the motherfuckers who want to make music and talk about it. I think they should do that and no pressure, because that's when it's gonna be the most authentic. When we're trying to pressure people to like, but that's the thing. Who nobody nobody was pressuring him to do this. Like this was an unsolicited statement from him to just come out and say, "No, I'm not quote, doing quote, it." Quote unquote. Quote unquote. Well, did he get asked the question? Oh, like, oh you're you saying you're making, saying. Oh, you're saying recently. Was he like, do, do you? He was asked the question, "Do you plan on making any more socially conscious music?" And he answered, "No," or he just brought it up just because. I'm assuming it is. I'm, like I'm that. assuming he but was asked he, about it. Like, but even if you're asked this. about it, you don't have to say no. I will never talk about political shit again. Like you could just say we'll see. Like it was the most simple shit to duck. Instead, he like really stuck his foot in the dirt and said no. I'm not doing it again. It's just a nasty look to me. Do you think that's smart? But I don't know. You said it was authentic because you said nobody's expecting it. So what's I'm the saying issue? nobody was expecting a full project. But like like Chance said, you're an artist. Like. Who's to say, like, nobody thinks fucking systemic racism or fucking police brutality is going away. Like, who's to say you won't be drawn to have a verse in the future? And you're just saying, no, I will never do it. It's kind of wild to me. Very true. All right. Let's talk about upcoming music, and then we will end this episode. All right. Well, what else do we have? I think just Westside's album, Westside Gun. That's the only one we didn't really cover. I'm kind of played out. I don't get the I don't get the strategy of just dropping like a whole bunch of music, like because then I'm just gonna forget because I never have time to like just consume it and digest it. Like why drop like but I think six that's, projects uh, in like a few months each. I mean, we're deep into this podcast now, so this isn't really the time to get to it. But I think you're bringing up the future of streaming. I think they're not concerned about you remembering the album three months later i think they're literally just concerned about you consuming it and digesting it the maximum amount when it first comes out pause because i think like they are have too many they have too many albums going to really be focusing on man are they gonna think about my album from three months ago or four months ago and Westside said it himself like we're in our 30s like we've never been hot on this rap shit now we're like popping so there's nothing else for us to do but drop hella music right now, which like I understand. Because I'm saying you can keep your strategy, but it's just like, jeez, it's just like every. It's not like they have month. youth on their side. It's almost you know? like every three weeks to a month, we're getting a new project from one of these guys, you know. And they and when did they they really got popping toward the beginning of the year, like May, right? April, May. They like they started um, dropping those early projects. Pray for Paris. Pray for Paris was like yeah early. I think yeah after Corona. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I feel like it's just it, it, I I know why they're doing it. You know you you're hot, so you want to capitalize and get your you get your bread up. That's fine, but I feel like it might be more valuable to give it so that people can really latch onto it. Because once I find a song like that I really love, then like it's in a playlist forever. You getting plays forever for me. Not forever, but you know what I mean. Like, you're gonna get a bunch more plays, and then I'm, of course, I'm gonna look into your new shit. But I feel like when I even, I barely have a chance to digest it and and really fuck with it. Like, we already on to the next one, especially since they're like a group. So it's like each week a different member is dropping an album, and it's like all right, and it ain't like they're just dropping some like. <laughs> popcorn ass like music it's just like you know it's hard bars and shit yeah. it's shit you gotta really sit there with and like digest over a, you know numerous listens it ain't like i'm just getting an idea and then you know moving on but yeah that's just my two cents 
I, I'm on the other side. I completely disagree. I think unless when you're at like a level that Griselda is at, dropping as much music as possible is the smartest thing. Like they're not huge artists. Like we kill Young Boy for doing it. Young Boy's too big of an artist to do it. But Griselda, they're at the right level to where it just makes sense. Like you drop a project as soon as the other one starts to even slightly fall off, you drop a new one, and then that's promoting that project while also promoting the project from earlier. Because now people are like, oh, I want to, I remember that project too. So now you got two projects running, and you just keep doing that. And that, I think it's smart. Yeah, but that's about that's it. That's why Taj Money is a good Alrighty business, then. man. That's why I got him on the team. You have me on the team. Sometimes you brought you brought you brought you brought me and Taj on board, huh? <laughs> They brought me on. They brought me on. But I'm talking about the business team, not unheard. Business minds right here. Uh, so I, I told you I'm promoting artists and I'm managing artists. Uh, Businessman. So I'm doing your contracts. Oh yeah, we got it. We got it. We need the. We need the leak footage from the chance A and R session. Sorry for whatever artist. Four K. I gave you. I gave you an A and R. I actually got producer credits on. Uh, you hear this nigga? He just gave me one A and R. Imagine that nigga chance like studio notes like. Nah, just be better at that part. Just just write something better. Like You gotta go harder. Make that bar make that bar <laughs> mean two things. Though. Make it mean two things. This is crazy because y'all was both sitting it's there better, it's when better. I was in the It's stool, better than these white dudes. And I literally I literally This is my dorm apartment I room. This is not I got a producer credit on one of VNC three tracks. I literally have a producer credit. I literally told this nigga Niggas, I'm not even gonna tell y'all what I'm producer note was cut the beat right there. Just, just, just the voice. <laughs> that's the, that's that Travis Scott. That's that Travis Scott production on franchise. He said, uh, "Make it harder. Make it dark." <laughs> Get out of here, man. But um, any last words? Anyway, that's gonna wrap it up for this week words. episode. Last words from any of our gracious, uh, gracious hosts. I don't even know what episode number this is, but thank you. Thirty three, man. This is our Jamal 30. Adams episode. All right, it's our Jamal Adams. Scotty Pippen. Jamal Adams. It's not Jamal Adams episode. One of my favorite NFL players. But um Yeah, I'm just gonna play somebody. <laughs> wait, wait, somebody wait, wait. My last words, my last words is ASAP Ills. I can Ills, I completely understand why you kicked ASAP Ferg out of the group. ASAP Ferg's album was terrible. Alright. You can go ahead, Chance. Those my last words. No ASAP Ferg <laughs> interview. Yeah, I'ma play some I'm gonna um, I'm gonna play some emo shit. Um, just cause I needed an her artist, so I, I like I like this guy at one point in my life. I think about to play trilogy. I'm I'm Mia Obi. I'm Mia Obi. Uh, this is off his project. None of the classwork. Cigarettes. Unheard of. This nigga playing OG and an Obi. I, I never read you. I got amnesia. I don't remember. I got a temple. You stalking now? I fuck around. You fuck around, we both not proud You said I'm different, I'm difficult You said I'm missing, I'm missing you You popping up, I'm popping now They talking now, just block them out Podcast over, dog.